In studio, some great friends I've had on the radio off and on through the years. They've written several books. They are with a ministry called Reignite. Maybe you remember a series we did on one of their recent books called Third Calling. They have a new book called Emerging Boomers Speak Out About Life in and Beyond the Pandemic. We have Richard and Leona Bergstrom in studio. Hi, folks. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mark. Great to to be with you. Good to see you once again after a while. You guys have emerged from, I guess you were living over on the peninsula there for a while, so you were kind of isolated, but you're back over here on this side of the pond. I don't know why that should uh, make us not be able to see each other or talk, but a lot of people had a baby during the pandemic, but you guys had a different kind of baby. You had a book. Yeah. (laughs) You came up with a book. Why did you guys write Emerging? Or tell us kind of the basic premise of it. Richard, why don't you start? Well, we came through COVID like uh, so many, and, and we just felt we needed to process all of that and uh, share some stories of others who had emerged and were emerging mm. as a way of going forward because uh, the pandemic was a very disruptive event in all of our lives, and we just wanted to get perspective on it and process it and try to move beyond it. Mm. And this book actually is a, is a lot of people's stories. You interviewed a lot of people for this book. Yes. yes, we did. Over a dozen, 15 or so mm-hmm. stories, uh, all of very diverse views and opinions on things. And uh, so our intent was not to polarize or politicize, but to just share the real life stories of people that have come through these mm-hmm. last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of people, just horror stories, whether it was affecting their business or certainly their family or their church life. Very disruptive. That's a that's an understatement of what this pandemic has done. So in writing Emerging, you're trying to get people to move forward and some practical tips on how to do that. So what's the so the basic summary of the book? Um, tell us about that. Well, Mark, one thing, as you mentioned, we have ministered with our generation, the boomers, for over 25 years. And as we experienced the pandemic ourselves, we began hearing other people's cries, you know, the pain that people were going through uh, as it impacted various areas of their lives, whether it was their family or their finances or their health. Um, But what we kept hearing loud and clear was this need to find purpose as we come out of this pandemic. I mean, the pandemic impacted absolutely every life on the globe. Mm. And so it wasn't hard for us to realize this was about more than just us sitting over there um, wondering what to do next. It was about how do we find meaning? How do we take our experiences of the pandemic, the pain, the grief? I mean, many people, we lost loved ones. Actually passed away. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of the hardest things was watching our moms in their mid-90s go through such isolation and such pain. So people our age, the boomers, were experiencing the pandemic on many levels. We're grieving. We're angry sometimes. We're in pain themselves. So we wanted to address that because that's part of our ministry. How do we help our peers? How do we ourselves find purpose post-pandemic? So that's the questions we started asking. How did this impact you? How did you get through this? And what do you do going forward? Hmm. Well, is there some stories in particular we can focus on from your book on how people handled uh, different situations? Do Do you have a few stories you can tell us? Yeah, there are many stories within the book, as I mentioned, but um, I think some of the common themes throughout the stories that we recorded were that families were disrupted and even divided during these times. 
uh, a lot of plans that people had for retirement years mm. were dramatically changed. Instead yeah. of being able to travel to retire and and uh, begin to click off your bucket list in those years, uh, they weren't able to do that. And even their churches closed for a season, yeah. depending on what part of the country or what state you were in. It might have varied. But uh, they had to shift to online for a while or still a lot of them still online and still mm-hmm. are or mm-hmm. slow to emerge and mm-hmm. come back into a crowd mm-hmm. uh, that's very real for some people maybe the minority that are holding out still but uh, family uh, church life um, work life retirement plans all of these things were very disrupted uh, relationships within uh, grandparents and grandchildren were very problematic because um we weren't able to be with our own grandchildren for a season unless we were outdoors and felt comfortable in that environment. Yeah. So it's just very far-reaching for the boomer population. And I think another thing we felt, I felt for sure, and I wrote about this, is just how all of a sudden we were the generation that were vulnerable and were elderly. And the mm-hmm. line was drawn that you guys are the, the, the scary ones. And that was a really... Awful the younger too. people are the scary yeah. ones. Yeah. Okay. But we no the older people oh. were, we were so vulnerable. Don't you know? Oh. Don't get too close to grandma and grandpa. You could kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What a what a burden. <laughs> you know. And so that vulnerability, I think, was really a common feeling among those that we interviewed and among our our peers, and just that feeling. Oh, we are mortal as well. Coming to grips with some of our mortality. So working through those things. But what we really want the book to be is about how do we move forward? How do we find? Yeah, and your your ministry has always been for people. You call them boomers, but mm-hmm. uh, I see another show we used to do was Amazing Grays, and you brought up statistics like you know a fourth of America mm-hmm. are in that that period of life, and and it's growing. It's a growing uh, segment of society. People who are in re- the retirement years. You've always been about empowering people in those years of life to still have purpose, still mm-hmm. to keep moving, keep having a purpose in life. So this uh, this pandemic threw a wrench into things, To it's an understatement. So what what are some things, some takeaways that we have from this, this pandemic, do you think? Is it becoming clear on how we're moving forward? I think what's clear is that we have to be, we have to talk about it. Mm. We have to maybe acknowledge some of the grief that we've experienced and are working through. We might even need some healing in our own spirits, in our own past, in our own experiences. And then to do what we do and reignite normally is kind of assess who it is we are, how God still has a calling on our life, even though life will never be quite the same. What does he want to do with us and our experiences and our gifts and our strengths in the future? And that oftentimes, as we've always said in Reignite, that will come out in service, in serving the next generation, serving our churches, serving the community um, out of those things that God has created and done in us. Yeah, the uh, the age uh, wave people with Ken Dykewald and the Edward Jones Foundation did a survey that we begin with in the first chapter of our book about the four pillars of the new retirement. They did this during COVID mm. and, and uh, identified um, – Health, family, purpose, and finances as the as the four pillars of what people need or want in retirement. Say those again. Uh, health, family, 
purpose, and finances. Mm-hmm. Those were the four pillars. Mm. And we found that in our survey, of, based on those four categories, that it was purpose that emerged at, with the most responses of how people's lives were impacted during mm, this purpose. and so mm-hmm. and so part of um, a major part of our message is trying to help people rediscover that purpose that has been disrupted for them during these times i was impressed by the coverage of the uh, sister that's the chaplain for the loyola basketball men's basketball team mm. she's 103 years old mm. and she's she's i think she's just releasing a book uh, wake up with a purpose she's Hmm. 103 years 103. old, and she's still waking up with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And we've often said that, you know, if you've got a pulse, you've got a purpose. But the challenge for people through these times has been finding that or rediscovering that. Mm-hmm. And and it hasn't uh, hasn't been easy. Even for ourselves, with so much of the ministry activity drying up during COVID, yeah. we had to rethink our purpose and our calling. And we really did pivot to more of a research and writing arm with doing things on Zoom and webinars and this Haven't we all had just enough of Zoom? <laughs> yeah. but, but but now it's created this whole thing where nobody wants to come back to work. Even the younger people say, "No, I'd rather just zoom zoom in from home." Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it, it really has COVID and the, the whole pandemic experience has changed some things uh, forever. Yeah. You know, and, and Zoom has emerged as a way to connect. Well, I think this book is really going to help people to uh, emerge and uh, from the pandemic time. And you've got hope and great stories in here. And I think, that again, a real key to starting to heal is to being able to talk about it, hear other people's experiences, and that's what this book does. How do people get their copy of this book, Emerging? Well, just like Third Calling, it's on Amazon, and that's the best way to to get it. Okay. Amazon, and for more details about what the Bergstroms do, go to reignite.net. That's re-ignite.net, and also thirdcalling.com. Emerging Boomers Speak Out About Life in and Beyond the Pandemic. Great book for such a time as this, as we try and all get back to normal. Uh, The new normal, as they say sometimes. And uh, you guys just have a wonderful ministry. God bless you, the Bergstroms. Thank you. Thank you, Mark.